joy, appreciative joy, joy in the happiness of others. And I share and talked a little bit about all four of the Brahma Viharas the other night, and about Nidita as well. And I mostly said that traditionally it's said to be uh, the most difficult to feel. And maybe it is in, in the long run over our lives, but when I first began to practice it within an evening session like this, I was surprised to find out how much fun it is, actually. It's the most fun I've had in just an hour practice session without trying too hard. And especially in the way it begins. Because you don't begin with, you don't actually practice classically sending mudita to yourself, since it is joy and the happiness of others. Um, <laughs> but the person you begin with, the easiest person, is described in the commentaries as the dear friend who's always smiling. Did you have such a friend? But you pick someone that you like, that you care about, so it's easy to rejoice in their happiness, but also someone who currently is experiencing some form of happiness, success, relatively wholesome happiness, and you don't want to, (laughs) you know... (laughs) It's possible that someone could be very happy about some very unwholesome act that they've done, so we don't rejoice in that. But it doesn't have to be something that you would be happy about. And sometimes that's easier. So, for example, let's start with the easiest way. So if, for example, you've always wanted children and your dear friend just had a child and that brings up so much sorrow for you, that's not the easiest person for you. If you never wanted children and your dearest friend just had a child and she's happy about it, then that's a good person for you. Um, Another thing about uh, tuning into the joy of beginning with our friends is it doesn't have to be that they got the thing they always wanted all their life. You know, if you're scanning your friends, and I know we've just come out of compassion, so we're all in turning Mecca towards the Dukkha model. That might be all you see. So now when we go to turn metta towards the happiness and the joy, you might think, well, they had a good day, but really, you know, they're just one step closer to death. (laughs) I know the line just like this in retreat. (laughs) See, you're laughing already. It's a happy practice. You You can be really happy in little things that gives people joy. It really doesn't matter. And in fact, that's helpful because remember, this is a a Brahma-vihara, a boundless practice, a limitless practice. So that means, just as in compassion, in touching our own suffering or touching the suffering of another, there's a point where we really feel like it's not personal anymore. It's just the suffering of the world. And a lot of people have described that to me. Well, being with the joy of another can be exactly the same. And it doesn't matter so much what the joy is about. So when I think of a friend of mine who loves to play the guitar and sing. It makes him so happy. And when I think of him doing that, my heart gets really happy. 
the last thing I want to do is sit here in front of you all and play the guitar and sing. But he would love it, you know? So that makes me really happy, and I get happy from it. So it can be a small thing like that. So turning the metta towards the happiness of others. Beginning with a friend who you can find something pretty obvious that they're happy about or some success they've had, some good fortune. And we go through the categories, and the same categories as benefactor, you can probably find something, another good friend, and then neutral person. And of course, again, that can be more difficult because you may not know anything in particular that that person is happy about or any particular success in their life. So it's beginning to move into the aspect that all beings are said to experience happiness or joy at some point in their lives, as part of their lives, just as all beings suffer. And can we find our way into that? The far enemy of mudita, kind of obvious envy, or maybe jealousy, and of course, as you know, that may come up fine. Just notice it. See if you can reconnect with a happy aspect of your friend or the benefactor or whoever and start over. The near enemy in the classic text is described as exuberance, which I never understood until I actually practiced it. And it's true, exuberance meaning it starts out as a happy energy, really up, and pretty soon it's disconnected. I remember times practicing Mudita where I was bouncing along down in the gym, practically singing to myself, flying off the ground, but it actually was pretty disconnected from really who I was sending it to, the joy of that person. So if you notice, you start to feel, really, wow, this is great, and what else can I do, and then come back, reconnect. Another not-so-classic near enemy, but one that is useful for us, is, you could say, attached joy. So someone has some good fortune, they win the lottery, and you're really happy about it because now they can pay you back the money they owe you. It's a little, a little bit of something for us, you know. <laughs> or your difficult person, you think, if they're happy, you know, then they'll leave me alone. It's not totally disinterested. <laughs> so just be aware of that. There's only one phrase, as in the compassion is only one phrase. Classically, it's, um, may your happiness and good fortune continue. May your happiness and success continue. May your happiness and good fortune never end. Of course we know it's going to end. <laughs> Just as we know, you know, all beings suffer, but they don't only suffer. So again, it's not about the result. It's just about opening our hearts to feel the happiness, the success, the joy of that person, and, and just notice if you get a little tinge of happiness yourself. And it, it really is nice, because instead of this sense of you know, limitation to how much happiness there is, I know Sharon mentioned that, but it's true, isn't it? If you're really happy in your practice, it makes me wonder what I'm doing wrong. 
And instead, when you see someone walking by happy and go, yes, may your happiness and good fortune continue, I mean, you're happy. It's really nice. So, again, don't try to force it. If you feel nothing, that's fine. I'm sure you're used to that by now with all of these. You just gently take a breath, come back to rest in yourself, bring up the image or felt sense of the good friend who we'll start with, and again offer the same. Just taking it in a very relaxed and easy way, an exploration. So please sit uh, as easy and comfortably as you can. Do take a moment to connect with the sense of your sitting posture here. Relax into your body. Come to a sense of presence. If it helps, take a few deep breaths just to collect your attention. And then see if someone comes to mind. A friend or someone that you easily can rejoice in their happiness. And if you can imagine or visualize them in a happy situation, maybe some specific thing that's happened for them recently, maybe they have a fortunate life in general. Or if you know of something, like my friend with the guitar, something that makes them happy in a small way. And whenever you feel you've you've found the person, begin to connect. And just gently offering the phrase, very simply, one phrase at a time. May your happiness and success continue. And of course, you can modify or simplify that as you choose. May your good fortune never end.
And when he realizes drifted off, reconnect again with the happiness of your friend and then offer the phrase. Very simply.
So if you'd like to bring in the person you're using as your benefactor now, if you don't feel ready, it's fine to stay with this easy person. If you want to try bringing in your benefactor, again, get the sense, the visual image of the person, and tune in specifically to some good fortune or some happiness that they experience or have experienced. Focus specifically on that to begin with. Give yourself a moment or two to connect with, appreciate that joy. And it can be a small thing or a large thing. And again, begin offering the phrase. May your happiness and success never leave you.
Now if you like bringing to mind, to heart, another friend, maybe not quite as easy as the first friend, but still someone that you easily care for and will be happy for their happiness, but maybe they're not quite as obviously happy. And just see who comes to mind. And again, tuning in to at least something that they have joy about, some success they've had, something they enjoy doing, something in their life that brings them happiness. It can be as simple as bird watching. It really doesn't have to be something good. Now, don't look too hard. If you feel your energy dropping, you can always go back to the easiest person.
if you want to experiment these last few minutes of seeing what it's like to experience or send appreciative joy to a neutral person. Not pushing it, just seeing if that's a possibility. You know, if it's someone here, you know at least they can practice the Dharma. That's something to be happy about. Or they have a safe place to sleep. And again, if you get lost, go back to the easy person.
May your happiness and good fortune continue. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.